BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today, we are going to go through your guys' kind of assumptions, but you guys sent in, um, what, what would you call them? Statements, questions, and we're replying with whether they're true or false. Yes. This is a trend that I've seen a lot on stories. I actually did it and it was really fun. People basically, it's basically assumptions yeah. that, that, that you guys have about me, Chelsea, both of us together. And we're going to let you know if you're true or false. You guys roast us every time. I know. I feel like a majority of them are subtle roasts. Subtle you roasts. You know, they hurt more because they're, they're almost not meant to be a roast. There's one thing when a troll comes at you, you know, they're trying to hurt your feelings. It's another thing when they're kind of trying to give you a compliment, but it's kind of a little backhanded. Yeah. It's a little interesting. Yes. But, but before that. Oh, what? I was just going to say, this is this will be a good episode. Okay. Continue. This is a monumental episode because we're recording it for the very last time in JC's house. This is the last time we will ever record a podcast in this house. It actually is really sad. Yeah. Even though we've said a million times, we're not going to miss these stools we're on. We're not going to miss this atmosphere necessarily, but also... It's been fun. We have recorded it's nostalgic so many episodes here. JC is moving on Friday. That's mm-hmm. two days away from today. So when you hear this, she will be have moved. Out yes, of her house. I will be staying in our Airbnb, which I will update you guys on next week uh, because I have no idea what it's going to be like. I've seen photos, and that's about it. So hopefully it's cute. Hopefully it's great. I'll let you guys know. I was telling Chelsea before we began this episode, I ain't been in a good place today. Okay, <laughs> I've been in a negative. <laughs> headspace, negative spiral, if you will, today. And I actually kind of rarely am like this. I mean, I get into a little, you know, for an hour or like for a few minutes here and there, I'll have negative thoughts. But it's kind of rare that I have a day where I'm just like, everything's annoying me. And I'm actually just not in a good, you know, headspace. I feel like I'm starting to come out of it because I just vented to Chelsea for a while. We were talking. It helps me to, I'm a person, I like to get things out and just talk. And I really think overall, it's just the lack of stability in my life right now. Just not knowing where I'm going to live for the next little bit. And everything's just kind of catching up to me. I feel like I've been really positive through all of this. And just today, as we have a few days left, my house is a nightmare right now. It's all packed up in boxes. And I think I'm just starting to feel it. Oh, I, as you're saying that, I know that exact feeling. It's like you try so hard. I feel like that's how I was when we moved to LA too. Like, for months, I was like, I'm being so positive in the best headspace. And then one day you just crack and you're mm-hmm. like, no, this is actually the most annoying thing. And I'm actually negative right now. Yes. And I want to be negative. Yeah. Because it sucks. Yep. And you just crack. Yep. I cracked today, earlier today too. Mm-hmm. I was saying the same thing. We were in, Leif and I were in the car and I'm just like, I said, I'm sorry because I don't want to be 
annoying like this, but let me just say a few things that are annoying me right now. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I just started talking and it felt good. As soon as you say them, they're out of your head. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get out of your head and and you're not trying to like put it on the other person, but that, that's how I feel as well. It's like, I tell Nick, I'm like, this is annoying me. This is annoying me. I don't really need you to say that's not true. I don't need you to say anything really. Just I like, just yeah. need to say it. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it's out of my head, it no longer is like causing me anxiety in my head. Right. Yeah. So I'm kind of just having one of those days, but you know, I it's love okay. podcasting. <laughs> I'm sure reading all your negative assumptions about you <laughs> will help. <laughs> no, there were some nice ones too. Yeah. Also, JC did a very great thing. She started watching Survivor. Yes. So that we can oh. watch it together now. I am so addicted. Wait, what's the season I'm watching? Do you know the name? I think of it's the- season 28, if I'm not mistaken. It's one of the ones on Netflix, but it's really good. Leif and I are addicted. We've watched, I don't know how many, what episode we're on, like six or something? I don't know how many episodes there are total. I don't know, Maybe actually. we're on further than that because we're over they're, halfway. They're out there for 39 days or more, like mm. 30 or 40 days. Okay. Well, we're like halfway through, maybe a little over halfway through, but it's a really good season. And I've had multiple people tell me this is like the best season. The one we're watching, they're like, that is the best season of Survivor. Which kind of stinks because that's also the first one I watched. And I feel like when you watch such a good season, the other ones you're like, oh, okay. That it just, it hooks you. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't want to be disappointed now if I watch other seasons. But but other seasons are very good. I've watched a couple other seasons. Both of the ones on Netflix are really good but they're all good. Like, it's just such a good show. You can't really go wrong with it. It's such a good show. I forgot about it. I mean, I've yeah. watched it before when I was really young, young, when it was on TV. That and Fear Factor. Fear Do you remember Factor. Fear Factor? I used to watch Fear Factor all the time. I was obsessed. Also, Ripley's Believe It or Not. Do I didn't really that watch show? that. Oh, that show was so crazy. Also, you know what I just remembered that we talked about on your birthday trip? Hmm. The fact that, okay, if you guys watch anime or you know what manga is, like, you will die because we were talking about this uh, with Danny and Rachel. We we're talking about anime and Rachel was saying, oh yeah, I want to get into anime too. And Danny's like, my husband's into it. I'm not into it. And JC just out of nowhere goes, oh, I used to be obsessed. I wanted to draw mangas when I was younger. And I was like, I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> because manga is literally like written anime. It's what most animes are based off of like a manga. Uh, manga. It's kind of like a comic book. I've personally never read one, but I heard they're great. And JC was like, yeah, when I was little, I used to like, that's what I wanted to be was like an artist for a manga. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Then you would love it. <laughs> Literally comes out to me that you wanted to be an anime artist for your entire life. Not for my entire life, but I had a friend who, who like had a bunch of the books and yeah. you could like color them and draw them. And I was obsessed. Yeah. It's a very nostalgic feeling for me to even think about it. When I think about manga, I can picture being in her room. Yeah. I, I remember exactly That's so her room. Funny. And she was like a super nice girl. And she'd be like, yeah, I love drawing yeah. manga. And I was obsessed. Just That's for a second. So funny. It was a phase for sure. Yeah. Anyways, uh, speaking of anime, the Attack on Titan season is out. And I've talked about this, I think maybe once or twice, that the new season's out. And it comes out every Sunday. And it's... you. It's so good. If you haven't watched Attack on Titan yet, you need to just start and you'll binge it. I've had multiple messages from girls being like, my boyfriend's really into anime. I thought it was weird. And then I started watching it and now I like can't put it down. Like I've watched both seasons. I just like binged it. And I just want you to watch it so you can start watching this season because it is every episode's only 25 minutes. And I will constantly be checking the time to see how much longer because I'm like, please don't make this end. Like it's so... It's such a good story. Anyway, so. Okay, okay. If if you have not started watching it, this is your sign today to start watching. I think you can watch it on Hulu, maybe. 
Maybe Netflix, but it's definitely on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll is an anime oh, um, boy. <laughs> streaming service. That's what it's called, Crunchyroll. Um, it's like it's every anime you could dream of. It's a, like a streaming service. It's really nice, actually. One, one of the assumptions was that I oh, I think I have, I have it circled to read. It's something about how I don't like anime. How um, I don't like that you don't like it or something. No, there was one that said that, oh, JC thinks anime is weird but loves it for Chelsea. <laughs> And loves it for me. And also, didn't say someone assume that I like hated that you loved anime or yes. something? Yes. Which is not true. I Oh, Ch- JC makes fun of Chelsea for liking anime. No, I don't care. It's like <laughs> makes fun of me. A bully. <laughs> I don't care that Chelsea loves anime. I could see myself. It's not like I'm like, that is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's just I'm not even that much of a TV person as it is. Yeah. So it's not like I'm constantly looking for content to be like, I want to watch this yeah. next. So it's, I don't care either way. Yeah. It's kind of like horses. We like horses, but we're not horse girls, you know? Mm, I'm terrified of horses. Oh yeah. But I forgot. Real talk. If you don't love your hair, then you need to break up with your current hair care routine right now. It's time to try Function of Beauty instead. I use Function of Beauty every time I wash my hair, which is, you know, about once a week, I would say. And my hair, I actually just got compliments on it today. I posted this um, Instagram story and I just woken up and my hair was looking pretty voluminous. Yes, it was actually. And people were like, hey, I love like your hair. And I'm like, you know what? Function of Beauty. They have lots of amazing products. They use their shampoo, their conditioner. They have hair masks. They have hair oil. It's amazing. Function of Beauty is the world's leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair's specific needs. So here is how to get started. First, you take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, such as lengthen, volumize, oil control. And because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before every shipment. Next, you're going to choose your color and fragrance, or you can go fragrance and dye free if you want. Then Functions team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it right to you. Every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, which we love, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. There are over 54 trillion possible formulations, and Function of Beauty now has over 50,000 five-star reviews. And Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formulas for body and skincare as well, and you can customize your beauty routine from hair to toe. Love to see it. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash what we said to take your quiz and take 20% off your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash what we said to let them know we sent you and to get 20% off your first order. Functionofbeauty.com slash what we said. We haven't really talked about just personally. I want to talk about it very quickly. Because we haven't talked about The Bachelor at all. Oh, yeah. And didn't you watch the episode? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I watched what it. What did you think? <clears throat> the girls were being so absolutely mean. I've never seen that happen on The Bachelor before where the girls like teamed up together and were just like being very um, mob mentality, really, mm-hmm. against the new girls. That was Here's the thing. They were um, taking it out on the wrong— I'm like, why are yeah. you mad at the girls? Yeah. You should be mad at the producers. the producers of The Bachelor for bringing these girls in. These girls have had to quarantine for weeks, and yeah. it's like— now you're just mad at them. Yes. That's not, it's not their fault. They're no. excited to be on The Bachelor and you're be bullying them. Yes. It so was weird. so weird. It, and I don't know what was said off camera, but they never even, Anna kind of said this a little bit, but they never even said, it really has nothing to do with you. We're not mad at you. You guys seem cool, but we're just like upset at the feeling. Like, right. They kind of said that, but for the most part, they were just mean to the girls, like mm-hmm. the new girls. And for what? 
Right. It like, was very odd. It's fine to be jealous of it. I understand. It's like you're in a you're in a relationship with this guy and a new girl comes in. You're just like, cool. Mm-hmm. But again, don't be mad at her. No. Yeah, that was interesting. And Brittany came in pretty strong, so I can understand. But I felt like she almost had to. I felt like Brittany came in and then the girls were so mean to her right off the bat that yeah. she kind of was like, okay, well, then I'm going to be a B word to you guys because yeah. I have no other choice. You don't want to be my friend. So like when she sat down and she, they're like, how'd you come in? And she's like... <laughs> Well, I told him I wanted to make up for last time and I made out with him. And all the girls were just like, cool. Shook. When when Victoria took the girl's crown off. <gasps> that was too far. That was crazy. That was so mean. And the other you girls could see her face just shook. Yes. That would be in that moment, what would you do? Because I would do exactly what she did. I would be shook. I would be yeah. just absolutely shocked. I would be stunned. Because at first you're like, I would be like, girl, give me that crown back. No, like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You'd just be standing there in shock. Yeah. I think. The thing is, is even though, even the, I think there almost has to be all of this drama to make up for Matt being a little bit too nice. Mm-hmm. He's just, and there's I don't no, want to say. There's no relationship drama. Yeah. I don't want to say he's not interesting because I think he's like a really nice, he seems very genuine, but it's, he's so nice to all of them that there's, yeah, no drama necessarily. So I think they're trying to make up for the lack of drama and just yeah, make the girls like go against true. each other, pit them against each other, add new girls in. They want craziness. I Do you think, because Matt did look, I remember you saying Matt just didn't even want the new girls he to come. He flustered. looked just so flustered. But I wonder if at the same time, maybe he said something to pro- the producers like, I'm just so sad Sarah went home. Like, I don't know if it, my wife's in this group, maybe. And then maybe they were like, okay, let's bring in some more. I but think they're they always planning on it. Them. Yeah, I think they're always planning on it. But I, I don't really know what the plan was from the start. So but they, I, I've never seen them before. Yeah, it was very strange. You never, you literally never know what goes behind, what goes on behind no. the scenes. It's so. But I actually thought the episode was boring. Like I sped through some of it because I was just like, I'm. I will bored. say the new girl that he went on the one on one day. I know you said you fast forwarded it, but it was pretty. She she seemed, seemed really nice, really nice, and honestly, their energy together reminds me of like Zach and Tasha, where it's just like calm, just calm, and also they just seem like they just light up when they're around each other. Mm. Like I have not seen his energy like that with another girl. Really? Yeah, they I just got have along. They got along so well on their date, like joking. He seemed so relaxed and comfortable, and Nick was listening. He wasn't watching. He was on the computer, and he was like, while the date was going on. And he was like, I've, I haven't even, I haven't looked over to see who that girl is. I don't even know what she looks like, but I can tell that she's going to make it to the end because she, like, I can just hear their, like, energy. Really? Yeah. Oh, I should rewatch it because I, I watched a little bit of it here and there and she yeah. did seem really cool and nice. But yeah. Okay. I'll have to watch yeah, more of it. she seemed cool. But yeah, I can't remember what the rest of, what the episode was, but yeah, Matt's a little too nice. It, he's a little too I, nice and these girls are mean. I'm like, sheesh. It terrifies me because I love Matt. I think he's an angel. So sweet, so cute. I just don't want him to turn into Pilot Pete because I thought Pilot Pete was so nice for the first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Too nice. Yeah. Where they just promised the world to everyone. But he was always a little cringe. Yeah, yeah. He's cringe. He was always. Yeah, Pete he, was cringe. You knew he did this. <laughs> did he do that in the first couple? I feel like I thought he it was, was later with Maddie. If, if he didn't... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the worst one of them yeah. all. He's we like, have got... <laughs> we, we've ton. got to post that on our story. Yes, we do. Someone remind us. If we don't, if we, it's not up on the story, someone DM us because that clip is so priceless. What we're doing behind the scenes right now is he'd stick his tongue out a little and just like be like, bite kinda, his tongue. like kind of bite his tongue and be like shy. And yeah. it was just the worst vibe. The absolute worst. The worst vibe. Okay. Well, should we move on from Bachelor? Yes. I think we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. I'm curious. 
I actually kind of don't like how they leave off on the rose ceremonies. I'm I will done. say, I know. I will say Victoria did have some good one-liners. Like when she said, I'm Anna, you're Elsa. <laughs> she's like, she's Elsa, I'm Anna. She's like, so let it go. <laughs> and literally she's dressed as an ice queen. Yeah. Like her fur. I'm just like, what's happening? That was pretty funny. I know. Marcus was saying, he's like, you have to respect her, like just being so out there. And yeah. I'm like, in a way, it's like, even though she's rude, it does make the show entertaining. Oh, 100%. There's no way around it. It yeah. does make it interesting. Yes. Unfortunately. If she wasn't going after people for absolutely nothing, she would be iconic. But yeah. she goes after people for nothing. Like, it's not like anyone comes after her and then she defends herself. Because <laughs> that's how Corinne was. Like, Corinne from Nick Vile season was like that. She was very likable because she was just defending herself. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how Demi was, too. Yeah. It's like, they, they're just being themselves and then other girls attack them and they're like, what? I'm just being myself. Uh, you know, I just remembered is when when Victoria went out when Sarah was like ganged up on the first time when mm-hmm. she interrupted Katie's little one-on-one. Remember oh, yeah. Sarah, the girl who ended up going home? And Victoria came out there and she's like, Sarah, she's like, girl, <laughs> we were worried about you. But like she was acting so nice, but she was yes. being such a brat. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, yeah, even though it's horrible. It is funny. Like it's the just, Anna and Elsa thing killed me. It's funny. Yeah, she's funny. Okay. She's we, rude, but she's funny. Should we move on to- Yes, let's get started. The um, <clears throat> assumptions or true false. The meat of this episode. The meat and potatoes. The beyond meat of this episode. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, sure. You both want to get pregnant by the end of the year. Ooh, I didn't know we were, we're getting going right this. into this. I didn't know we were getting into this. I feel like, uh, have we talked about this on the podcast at all? Not once. Let's just say, yeah, we've said we want to get pregnant sooner than later. By the end of this year is like 12 months. Yeah. So yes, but also no expectations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all are always on the same page when it comes to business and rarely disagree. When it comes to business? Um, yes. I oh, I forgot this is true-false. I mean, literally just <laughs> explain. Doesn't well, say. we have to still explain maybe, but I'd say this is true for the yeah. most part, to be honest with you. Yeah, luckily I was going to say we have similar ideas. The specifics obviously are never going to be exactly the same, but our main goals, the meat and potatoes, shall you say, <laughs> is basically the same. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I agree. We disagree on very small details. Yes. And sometimes that will get us not in fights, but just then like- we'll start punching each other. Yeah. I'm like, then she slammed me against the wall. <laughs> um, that will just make us be like, well, I think we should do it like this. Yeah. Well, I think this. And then we always come to a conclusion. Yeah. But nothing detrimental, luckily. Yeah. Chelsea still suffers from disordered eating thoughts. Uh, this is true and false because the thoughts will always kind of come in my head no matter what. Like we, what kind of thoughts? Just any kind of like, you need to do more. I actually was just on Kenzie Burke's podcast and we talked about this, how she is, felt the same way where I feel like I'm in such a good place with my relationship with food and eating and I feel like I have it under control. But there's always going to be a thought pop up whenever you're scrolling and you see, you know, someone doing a new workout program, that part of me that's like, do more, do more, do more. Like you need to be, try this new thing, try this new thing. And I just have to remind myself, like I just have to bring awareness to that thought and be like, okay, I don't really need to do more. That's just a thought that came into my head. So I wouldn't say I suffer from eating disorder thoughts still, but I'd still have them. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Wow. Powerful. This one, I don't know why this kills me. You wish what we said had a different aesthetic. No. No, you guys. That's the thing we love the most about it. There were other people who said stuff about, like, you you feel trapped with the pink and blue thing. I'm like, no, no, no. That is branding, baby. Yes. That's marketing. That's what we chose for our brand, and we love it. Yes. It's actually 
I feel if anything, it's helpful for us because we have such a specific brand that we don't have to be confused about yes. what to post or what vibe we're going with because we know exactly what the vibe is. Yes, exactly. Could it change over time? Yeah, sure. Probably will. Maybe they think it's like when someone, a mom says, I like owls and then people just buy them owls for the rest of their lives. And they're just like, well, I said that once that I liked owls and now I have a kitchen full of owl figurines and stuff. Yeah. But I don't feel like that's how it is. Owls, such a random, I mean, usually it's roosters for the well, kitchen. Well, I, I thought of um, in the book, You Are a Badass mm-hmm. by Jen Sincero. She talks about, she gives that example of owls. Oh, okay. Like how someone will say something and then yeah. they'll just get owls for the rest of their life. You know what another good example of that is? <laughs> cows. No. Oh, my <laughs> mom you, had cows. Have you ever watched Extreme Home Makeover? Like when, when the kid, <laughs> yes. the kid will mention one thing. They're like, well, he's like four. I like the race cars. Yeah, they're like, "Mm, well, I like to play with cars. And like the bed is a car. Like everything revolves around cars. Yes. It's like- It's absolutely, oh my gosh. Remember the show like Extreme Makeover, but kids edition and they like, they do little kids, just the kids room and they switch. They switch what? Like maybe it'll be like two girls and two guys and they switch to do the other person's room. I've never seen that. Really? I don't think so. Like- it's like a kid's version of Extreme Makeover and they switch and they do, they just do their rooms. So mm. it's like kids' rooms. So they just go absolutely insane with the kids' rooms. Like they'll be like, I like candy. And they'll make it into literally Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. <laughs> like insane. It's, I'm getting so nostalgic thinking about that show. I, can't, I need to figure out what the heck the name is. You know but. what was such a vibe when I was in maybe middle school was a Paris-themed room. Do you oh, know how bad yes. I wanted that? A hot pink and like hot, hot pink, pink and, and black. black. I had a hot pink and black room. Oh my gosh. I was obsessed with pink and black and also with pink and brown. Yes. Together. Yes. That aesthetic was everything. Zebra. Pink. I was also obsessed with zebra in like sixth grade. I, I painted, my mom let me redo my room in sixth grade because I just moved out of my, me and my sister have shared a room like for forever. And then in sixth grade, I got my own room and I was able to paint it pink. I went full out like black feather boas, zebra, whatever. Oh, that was the vibe. And then I got to freaking freshman year of high school and I'm like, this is hideous. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. You grow out of it. But the pink and blue thing, again, it could change. We could literally change even color schemes later Mm -hmm. down the road. But I feel that what we have right now really reflects our personality. It was one of our best decisions. Yeah, it was one of the best decisions we've made for our brand, for sure. I don't even know when we made it. I don't even know if it was actually a decision we made or if it just happened. I think it's a combination of both because you look back at our Instagram feed and it was not branded well at all in the beginning because we didn't know... We didn't know what we wanted yeah. it to be. We didn't really care about I branding. I think at first it was matching. We always wanted to be matching. And then mm-hmm. it kind of turned into pink and blue. And then we were just always in pink and blue. Well, and we've done the pink and blue kind of from the beginning. Because that's yeah. our cover photo was yeah. always me and pink, you and blue. And yeah, we kind of wanted to do matching vibes. But mm-hmm. we didn't We didn't know how hard we were going to go with the pink yes. and blue. Yeah, we didn't know. And, and we did go that hard for you. <laughs> we did. <laughs> okay, this is a funny one. Chelsea has nice handwriting. This is This could not be more false, honestly. I have chicken scratch handwriting. Like if you were to see my journal, I was thinking about this. I was journaling the other day and I'm like, picture my future, you know, what is it called? Kin reading through my journal years down the road. And they're like, I have no clue what she said because I'm literally like, my thoughts are going so fast and I'm trying to keep up with my handwriting and it just looks, you can't even read it. I was going to say, I don't think your handwriting is bad. I think it's that you write very fast. Yes. I think if you slowed down, you'd have good handwriting. But I I was thinking about that. I I can't because especially when I'm journaling, I'm trying to tell a story and my mind is going so fast. The words in my mind, my hand literally cannot keep up. So I'm like almost skipping letters. Oh, okay. 
And that's an issue I obviously need to work on with a therapist. So <laughs> that's not the most important issue. Yeah. I'm like, you have more issues to work out with <laughs> therapists. Um, you plotted to get married so close together. No. Plotted. <laughs> plotted. No. Oh, literally a ploy. No, it's funny because we've always been, we've always joked if we've always been on the same boy cycle. Yeah. We've always like dated boys at the same time, kind of broken up around the same time. Maybe things have been off yeah. here and there, but it was actually crazy how, how quickly we both got engaged and married. Yes. And I don't think either of us could have predicted that at all. No, because I started dating Nick a year before you even met Leif mm-hmm. and then me and Nick broke up. And then me, like, it just so happened the time that me and Nick got back together and you met Leif and you were dating Leif. It's like, it just worked out that way. And even so far as to when me and Leif had dated for a little bit and we had taken that, that break, you and Nick also were like, not well. Or like you also not were not, well. not dating him. You Wait, guys when? were in a weird phase. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would literally have sleepovers every night and yes. just be like, kill me. Yes. Like it was we, over the summer. Yes. And then we both got back with them basically at the same yes. time. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Accessories can make or break an outfit. You can be wearing what me and JC are wearing right now, sweatpants and a sweatshirt and slippers. But once you add some, you know, cute little gold hoops, some chains, some bracelets, some rings, you look like you're ready for an Instagram photo. You ready for the gram? 100%. One of our absolute favorite places to shop for jewelry is Missouri. Missouri makes fine jewelry for every day. Their pieces are fairly priced, handcrafted, ethically sourced, and made to last. Think 14K solid gold staples, everything from light as air hoops to barely their chains made for layering. Literally every single uh, thing on my body right now, accessory is from Missouri. I love them so much. Plus sterling silver, pearls, diamonds, and even leather jewelry cases to keep it all in place. I just got a little pearl necklace from there. It's so cute. Wait, I love pearls right now too. While traditional jewelers launch seasonal releases, Missouri drops new pieces every Monday, so you can tune in each week for new and exciting pieces. And a major bonus, you'll never have to worry about taking it off. No green fingers, jewelry that oxidizes, and everything is made with the highest quality materials and is designed to last. So if you're looking for the perfect Valentine's Day gift for someone, or maybe you want to treat yourself for Valentine's Day, Missouri has got you covered. Get free shipping on all U.S. plus Canada orders, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash what we said for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash what we said for 10% off your first order. Go check them out. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something that we take every single day. There's sometimes sugars, GMOs, synthetic fillers, major allergens, and artificial colorants and other multivitamins. I personally get asked a lot, what vitamins do I take as a vegan? And my answer is ritual. They also have like a minty aftertaste and you can take them with or without food. It's Very nice because a lot of pills or vitamins will make you nauseous if you take them on an empty stomach, but not ritual. So I take mine in the morning with a big glass of water and I'm good to go. It's also, yeah, a great way to stay hydrated, especially in the morning. So ritual is the multivitamin reimagined. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in the diet with no shady extras. Ritual's delayed release capsule design delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 in just two daily pills. Rituals is designed with different life stages in mind. So they're actually now available for women, men, and teens, which is so amazing. And they also have a prenatal vitamin. So they are scientifically developed to help support different life stages. Ritual makes healthy habits easy. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. It's so easy. I love that I just don't have to worry mm-hmm. about this. It just comes to my door. And you can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you do not love Ritual within your first month, they will refund your first order. 
Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash what we said to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash what we said. You will eventually get a new profile photo made or taken. I'm For guessing sure. in our cover art. And yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Big, Big things, things are coming. coming. You two purposely plan your outfits to be opposite colors every time you hang out. No. No. Literally not at all. Not at all. And also, it's pretty much kind of similar right now. Yeah, right now we're kind of wearing similar colors. But it's actually very, very often that our outfits are opposite, but they go together. Yeah. Like when we'll just be out and about for the day, I'll be wearing jeans and a white shirt and Chelsea will be wearing like black pants and a black shirt and it just looks yin and yang. That's how we've always been. I know. It is true. You usually I wear, wear black, dark yeah. colors and I usually wear light yeah. colors. So it just works out that yeah, way. It is really nice. It's really nice for our aesthetic. Okay. This is another one. Chelsea gets in. Wait, I just went, huh? Mm, well, no, I said kidding. the color thing. Oh, Chelsea gets annoyed at how picky JC is with food. These, we have a couple of these where it's like, JC gets annoyed at Chelsea for this. That has absolutely nothing to do with me. Like the fact <laughs> that I would get annoyed with JC for like not liking something. As if that, like, as if the, what you eat affects me at all. Whatsoever. Like I saw another one was like, Chelsea wishes JC was all the way vegan. And I'm like, I could care less. Yeah. Well, Wait, that's good. Did. That's good. I'm like, because I'm not thinking. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like, you shouldn't care about those yeah. minute details of Such someone else's life. Detail, yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. Chelsea is salty that JC may be leaving LA when Chelsea moved to LA pretty recently. Salty. And actually, there were a few variations of this. There are a lot of people. Yeah, there are a lot about moving. But a lot of people are saying that you're annoyed that I'm potentially moving because you moved to LA for me. Or like, you know, that's what they say. So here's the thing about this. If we felt pressured to do it and we did it feeling pressured, then maybe move to LA. Mm. Then maybe, like I would, but it's not like we were forced to do this. Like JC and Leif, like you have to move to LA or else whatever. And then they're literally moving because who even knows where they're moving in the first place. Yeah. And they're like not planning on being with us at all. It's uh, also no one knew what LA was going to turn into this year as well. So if you go into something and you're like resentful about it, then I could see that if it was like, but I moved here for you. No, but it's like we moved on our own accord to our own what word am I looking for? Like own, I literally don't know what the word is, but basically we moved around our our own accord. Yeah. So it kind of doesn't matter what you do. Do I wish we always lived next to each other? Yes. And also we have multiple businesses together. So it's kind of like if they move and they're away for six months, we did that for two and a half years. Right. Where we lived literally across the country from each other. So a lot of people also asked if you're going to move where I move, which I mean, (laughs) hopefully, and it's not like, Leif and I called the shots and we're like, yeah. we're going to move. Hmm, where should we move? Florida. So yeah. come along. It's like, we're probably going to live in California or Arizona for the next, yeah. you know, foreseeable future. And luckily those two places are number one, not far from each other. Number two, this, it's our full-time job. Like yeah. Chelsea and I literally work full-time together pretty much. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, I want to be where my friend is. It's, I have to be where exactly. my work is and where I make all my money as well. Yeah. So. I think, yes, we'll always try and live next to each other if at all possible. And if we don't, we'll still make it work. Because that was, I'll just go again because someone said, you'll keep doing the podcast even if JC moves out of the state. Yes. Which is absolutely true. Yeah. 
We've done it for a long time. That's literally, mm-hmm. I think we forget this even that we did that for like the first two years of our podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't, we didn't live together until like a year ago mm-hmm. or like close to each other. So it's definitely can be, I lived in, I forgot that I lived in Nashville for six months, which is literally across the country. And we still had an episode go up every single week. And we refused to do it apart. We were always like, no, our dynamic is better in person. We want to be in person. But I think this year has even shown us that if we did have to be long distance for a little while, we could FaceTime and still get episodes up that were just very good. good, Still the same. So I don't think it's a huge concern. No. Okay. This one, Chelsea resents JC for her fame. Sorry, love you both. I'm sorry. See, this is the like sorry part where it's like a backhanded comp. Like if you were to just say Chelsea resents JC for a fame, then it's like sorry, like as like, if sorry, it's so I know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, this is another thing where it's a resents, maybe is not the right word for it. Let, like that you're trying <laughs> to get like, across. Hey, yes. No, 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 that I mean that maybe they meant because it makes no sense that I would resent you for it as if you took something from me. Yeah. But I think, oh, I was thinking of this in the card over and I was looking at these. I think when you start to, anytime you start to compare yourself, you start to compare yourself to everybody in the entire world, like on Instagram, in your real life, then you're automatically in a bad headspace. And then it's automatic that you're going to like feel like, oh, I'm just not doing as good as this person or this person's like, if I'm feeling bad, like, oh, I don't have enough Instagram followers. And I look at your account and you have 300 something thousand. And I'm like, oh, cool. But if you're, if you're in a good headspace, which I feel like this year more than anything, I have been. Mm-hmm. And genuinely, I feel like a, a, one of my least toxic traits is that I, I never really felt that way in the first place, whereas I have plenty of other issues. But comparing myself in that aspect, like especially with social media and success and yeah. business and stuff like that. So I was going to say, you've never made me feel that way at all. Like yeah. you've, I've never gotten the vibe from you that you're like unhappy for resentful. me or resentful. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. think it's, I don't know. Or yeah. even compared yourself. Like maybe you have, but I've never gotten yeah. that vibe from you. Yeah. Also, I feel like it's when you understand you're just different than everybody else and everybody is unique and special. It's really hard to compare yourself in certain aspects. Again, when you get into a bad headspace in general, and I feel like, oh, I start comparing my body. I start comparing my life. I start comparing every aspect of Mm -hmm. everything, then yes, maybe it's like, oh, like JC has 300 something thousand followers. JC has more money than me. This person has whatever. And I do that with everybody. But then do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if anything, not that I would resent you for anything, but if anything, I'm the one who struggles with comparison more than you do, I would say. Yeah. Well, and I guess in that aspect of like social media and success and stuff like that. Yeah. This actually something, this is a good point we talk about in our course, Balance Boss. Go to balanceboss.co. Oh, wait, it won't be available when this comes out. Sorry. Will it? I don't <laughs> Maybe. think it literally will be. Maybe. <laughs> no, I literally do not think it will be. Um, Sorry, you're too late. In our course, we talk about how we have actually struggled in different aspects because, again, I don't put a lot of value in, in my, like, business success. I mean, maybe more so lately when you actually get into it. But my whole life, I was, like, compared how I look and, like, my body was so nitpicky. And I feel like you've always been good at that. Like, never being like, oh, this person's body, this person, whatever. It's true. That's actually interesting. We were flipped yeah. in that in yeah. that way. So hmm. never thought about got that their too strengths deeply. Strengths and their differences and their toxic traits and their least toxic traits. Okay, <laughs> you guys hang out almost every day. Love you. Yes, true, true. Chelsea just does the blue theme for what we said. She doesn't <laughs> actually like it. There was a couple of these which just killed me. As I if, do love blue. Also, as if that's your identity. Yeah. Like, and if I'm trapped in it, and that's like. <laughs> 
I have to like it and love it. Also, blue and green have always been like my favorite colors. And blue and green, I feel like are pretty much similar. Very yes, similar. Very similar colors. And those have always been my favorite color. Um, so no. JC bosses Chelsea. <laughs> Just bosses. Bosses. No. True. False. False. Chelsea is the more responsible one. But JC is more put together. <laughs> that was the same thing. Yeah, responsible like. and put together feels very similar to me. And I'm lit- I feel like I'm neither. I feel like responsible or put together. So <laughs> if anything, I would say I'm responsible but not put together. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. What is what is the difference? What do you think the difference is between responsible and put together? Like maybe put together is more of publicly, like for everyone else, you look put together. Oh, 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 yeah. Maybe. I'm definitely not someone that. else. This is actually one that I saw, but I didn't favor it. But this kind of leads me to that one is someone said JC doesn't have as perfect of a morning routine as she leads us to believe. <laughs> and I really, when I read that, I was like, do I lead people to believe that I have a perfect morning routine? Yeah. Because I feel like I always post and say, I slept in today. I did this yeah. today. Like, and even on my vlogs, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to work out for like, I didn't work out yesterday. I'm not going to work out today just because blah, blah, blah. Like, I do not think I ever try, try and, and portray perfection in any way. If anything, I always talk about how that's not realistic. Yeah. And, and so I hope that you guys don't think I have a perfect morning routine because I definitely don't. But yeah. that being said, I do care about my mornings. And I've been doing like my gratitude journaling truly every morning. I mean, I've missed a few mornings this whole and year. And most but. people post those things to encourage others, not yeah. to like show off. I mean, maybe a little part of it is to show off just, you know, because we're all human. But I think a lot of it, especially the morning routine, it's like we're trying to tell people like this helps us so much, not right. that we do it perfectly. So just know when you see any kind of thing like that on social media, if someone is, just know that they are most likely not perfect at it. Yeah, definitely not. 100% of the time. We are going to take a quick break to tell you guys about our sponsor for today's episode, which is Curology. Make sure you guys stick around till the end, by the way, and no skipping because we do have an exclusive offer for you. So I have had a lot of skin struggles over the years. I honestly used to think I was just doomed, like there was nothing that was going to help me. But then I started using Curology and it treated my acne and completely changed my skin for the better. I highly, highly recommend. Um, Whether you're trying to take control of your acne or if acne is like no longer your top skin concern, uh, fine lines, dark spots, occasional breakouts, or clogged pores, Curology will customize a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to tackle your skincare needs. And I've been using my prescription formula lately because I have been getting breakouts. So it's been a game changer for me. Yeah. Your skin looks good. Thank you. I personally am currently targeting my fine lines from years of sun damage as a lifeguard. And I've noticed a big difference over the last couple months of using Curology. So this is how it works. To get your treatment plan, start by answering questions online about your skin and sending in a couple selfies to Curology. Next, Curology matches you with a licensed dermatology provider who gets to know your skin. And if it's a good fit, you'll get a customized prescription cream to address your acne, fine lines, dark spots, or more. Then Curology sets you up with a personalized treatment plan and ships your custom formula right to your door. I love how simple this process is. I just recommended it actually to my little brother. My mom was like, do you know of any company that can help, you know, so-and-so with his acne? And I was like, I know the perfect company and it's Curology. I have a cleanser. I have a serum that I put on at night only. And then the moisturizer is amazing as well. I've said this before, Nick steals it from me. That's how you know it's good. My skin has been so clear and I tend to have more oily skin, but I've noticed a better balance of oil production too, especially because in LA, the weather changes every day. Your skin's literally perfect. I've been telling you you recently, like your skin looks the best it's- Thank you. I, I truly say Curology, thank you 
for that. So take control of acne, dark spots, breakouts, or whatever your unique concerns may be with a powerful skincare treatment made for you today. Go to Curology.com slash what we said for a free 30-day trial. Just pay for shipping and handling. That is C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash what we said to unlock your free 30-day trial. See Curology.com for all the details. I think Chelsea looks so much better without eyeliner. This was just... That's not an assumption, this sis. Is not, this or- is not a true or false thing. <laughs> It's like they were waiting for their time to tell me. This is nice. Again, it's like, oh, you look better without makeup. Like, okay, that's nice. You think I'm naturally, you know, better looking without makeup. But at the same time, you know, when someone's just like, oversized clothes are not flattering on you. You're just like, I don't care. Yeah, like, that's why I want to wear. wear them. It's kind of how I feel with makeup. It's like, it's like, wait, you have sparkles on your eyelids. I'm like, I like them. Yeah, like, I want, I them, want them on there. <laughs> Leif must get annoyed with JC documenting her whole life and being, quote unquote, less in the moment. Well, let's ask Leif. Yeah. Bring in the... No, he's not here. <laughs> um, I would say maybe a little bit true, but uh, I'd say true and false. Mm-hmm. I would say he m- maybe gets a little bit annoyed at how much more invested I am in like social media or how that's on my mind a lot of the yeah. times. But at the same time, I got this comment on my YouTube video talking about how blah, blah, blah. You show everything in your life, but blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking... I do not show everything in my life. Not even close. I mean, my weekly vlogs are 30 minutes out of, I don't even remember the amount of hours in a week, but like a hundred and whatever hours. So you truly are getting like on social media in general, even this podcast, we record an hour out of a whole week. Yeah. You definitely get a feel for who we are, I think. Yeah. But you don't see every single thing in someone's life ever. Yeah. Like, that's just not, even if they're updating you all day on stories and you're coming along, like those, those are 15 second clips. You know what I mean? So I feel what I'm trying to say here is there are a lot of times when I'm in the moment and that I'm not sharing things on social media, but I think to other people, they just think of it as, they oh, you share you everything. Yeah, exactly. You know? That makes sense. You guys spend a lot of money on clothes, especially Chelsea. No judgment, just a need to know. Just need, need to, know. to know. Need to know this. I actually don't think I spend that much money on clothes. Genuinely. I think I get like sent a lot of clothes. And that's what I try to stay towards, especially with like collabs. Like I love to do like fashion clothes, like, you know, different like Revolve or whatever. Did you get sent what you're wearing right now? Yes. <gasps> Why didn't they send me one? It's so mm-hmm. cute. Um, And so I feel like… Actually, I will say this week I did shop a lot, but we, uh, the most clothes I buy is for what we said shoots. Like mm-hmm. that's when I spend the most money on, on shopping. And most of the time I feel like it's literally a business expense. Yeah, it but is. But there will be times when I'm like, I need to spice up my wardrobe like, and I'll buy, you know, a couple things. But genuinely, I don't think either of us are like online shopping addicted no, or anything like that. I actually don't think I spend very much money on clothes, especially in comparison to a lot of other influencers yeah. that I know. You know what? I think that they did this because I posted this thing on Storitz, which I was a little iffy about. I was like, I'm just going to share what I bought. Like, I'm going to take screenshots of what I literally just bought on Storitz. They're having an amazing sale and and tell people. And I was kind of like iffy because it was like a $100 jacket. I'm like, I don't want, I almost, why do I feel weird that I don't want people to know that I like spent $100 on a jacket? You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like you were saying, you don't want, anytime you open up about money, it's not because you feel weird about it, you're scared people will start to nitpick like, oh, this is how much you make. This is how much you spend. You're not being responsible. Blah, right. Blah, blah. But then I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And like, it got so many swipe ups. And I'm like, I feel like people just 
No, you spend money. And you, I don't feel like I buy them expensive of things that often. No, you have to let go of caring about that because I feel the same way. Even someone said, they're like, will you ever talk about how much money you make? And I'm like, probably not. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to say, because I feel like- People as can start much, doing the calculations. Yes. And I also feel that as much as I would like for money to not be such a taboo topic, because I don't think it needs to be this weird thing that defines you so much where it's like, oh, she makes that much. Oh, yeah. she doesn't make that much money. Who cares? Yeah. Number one. But also, no one that I know who has any job would just go around and be like, I made this much money this month. So why would we be talking about that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why would we just randomly come on the podcast and be like, this is how much we made. It's like, that's just unnecessary. Yeah. It's weird. And it's not, once you do open up about it, yeah, people start to critique everything you do. Yeah. So you're less likely to share those types of things. Yeah. But anyway, Chelsea is the more laid back one laid back again we both have our strengths and weaknesses like that's such a vague so I would say true and false because there are ways that JC's more laid back than me and then I think there's ways that I'm more laid back than you what would you say I'm more laid back about than you are um I feel like emotionally you're a little bit more laid back like you're a little bit more I don't maybe that's not laid back but like level-headed like I feel you can pretty much quickly logically bring yourself out of something Mm -hmm. like use logic to be like okay never mind Mm mm-hmm is that laid back, I guess? Yeah, I, I guess so. And how are you more laid back than me? Um, I'm like, in general. <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, I think I, I would say like work stuff. I feel like I'm more like it, nothing's a big deal to me. Yeah. Which can, which can be good, but also bad. Because sometimes it's like things need to be done. I'm like, eh. But I also, <laughs> in times of crisis, in times of crisis, like I feel like with, with work, I'm never like, this is detrimental. I'm kind of just like, it's fine. Yeah. Like move on. I am more uh, up and down with that stuff yeah. for sure. Chelsea's going on Survivor. I wish. We should go on Survivor together. No, absolutely not. Oh, because then we'd have to backstab horrible. each other. No, I would also do absolutely horrible. I don't think you would. It would be amazing to see how you just adapt. I'm not a good liar at all. If someone just approached me and was like, are you doing this? I would be like, screwed. <laughs> I would just be like, yes, I'm sorry. I don't know what to say. I'm horrible. See, I feel like I'd be the opposite. I feel like I would be... a. Th- Someone, I put this on my story that I wanted to go on Survivor. And someone's like, you're too nice. You would get backstabbed. I'm like, you'd never see me play Mafia, fam. Yeah. If I know it's a game and it's not like life or death. You would backstab me. You no, would, I would not backstab you. You would but like. But I would backstab other people I didn't know. 100%. It's a game. I would literally straight up lie to their face. But yeah, I'm going to vote this. And then I would backstab <laughs> them. 100%. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, not in like a disrespectful you know, swear on my father's grave kind of thing, but you have to play the game and you're going there to play the game. You're not going there. When your dad's literally alive. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, my dad did pass away. They're like, wait, did you know someone did that on Survivor? No. They said their grandma passed away, got all this pity. And then the grandma was at the reunion and he was like, yeah, I did lie. Oh, he was like the biggest, he was like, I can't remember his name. He was like the biggest villain of all. Oh my gosh. There's some people in there that are snakes. Yeah. Straight up a snake. When I see what they say, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. You think you took on too much. Podcast, balance boss, merch, yoga course. She really has it all laid out. <laughs> just uh, Honestly, true. Yeah. <laughs> when you're reading them out loud, true. <laughs> I feel like we're at our we're at our cap in terms of we're not starting any new businesses. No. We're just elevating them. Yes. I wouldn't say we took on too much, but I think we're getting to a place where we, and this is my problem, is I see the potential of everything exponentially. Like yeah. I see the potential for our podcast, for Balance Boss, for our individual brands 
I just see it being endless. And to get to that place where I believe that these brands could be, we need more help. Yeah. So I think that's where we're at is like, we know the we're marketing. We're starting to build out. Yeah. We're starting, we, yeah, we have to start building out because we know the marketing for Balance Boss could be better. We could be doing more with all of this stuff, but we just literally do not have the time, time to do yeah. it ourselves. So I think it's, we're, yeah, we're at our cap, but I, yeah. I don't think we're like, you know, drowning over it right no. now. We have surprisingly, this is what I feel sometimes. Sometimes I have surprisingly too much free time where I'm like, yeah, it I'll get done like that. and I'm like, uh, like there's, there's something, something fishy about this. <laughs> like yesterday, for example, I was like, I was telling Nick, I'm like, I feel like it's about time that I'm done. Like I have, I mean, there's stuff I could do, but I also could just chill now. Yeah. And I'm like, but it feels like there's something like just looming over me. Yeah. Which is awesome. It's a great feeling. Okay, this is one of my last ones. It's easy for you to work out consistently. No. No. False. False. Very false. And neither of us, again, well, JC probably actually works out in terms of like the gym more consistently than me recently. But uh, I've realized in my life, I need something that I'm going to feel like doing that's not you know, a 30 minute checkoff. So I prefer to like play pickleball or play tennis mm-hmm. or do yoga or go do something like that or a hike or any, a walk. But, um, that's not easy to stay consistent with because it's a little harder to schedule in. And you have to rely on other people yeah. a lot of the times. I think I have been at an all time low motivation, probably that I have ever been in for the past five years, yeah. this, these past few weeks. And I don't know if it's just Same. everything going on with my life or like the beginning, weirdly, it's the beginning of the year. So you'd think I'd have maybe more motivation. No, that's funny that you said that. I don't even know if we've talked about this. I feel the exact same way where I'm just like, I feel like a puddle of mud. Like oh, I just- I don't <laughs> want to, like every morning, I'm just like, I can't even wake up and get up. Like I'm so exhausted. I, I just want to play video games and watch TV <laughs> and like then do the fun parts of my job. But I don't, like my motivation to do the like little nitpicky parts of my job, I'm just no. like, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I have all no the little for it. Because there are all these little- yeah. Nitty gritty things. Also, I think when we say that, people are going to say, you're pregnant, which we're not. Why? Because we say we're tired. We're oh. whatever. People always. No. There's no that, excuse. It's yeah. just literally, we're just. This is what I posted on my story today. I did a poll. I'm like, do you guys still feel like you're recovering from Christmas break, even though it's yes. the end of January? I feel like I'm just recovering. I completely agree. And it's almost like I've been pushing myself too hard to do all of the different things to where I'm just like even feeling more burned out. Yes. I felt for a couple days this like New Year's magic, mm-hmm. a spell was was cast upon me of like motivation. I'm going to be the most amazing version of myself. And I kind of, in the back of my mind, was telling myself, bringing awareness to that, like, you're not going to be a different person in the New Year. You're going to be the same person. You can just do different things and mm-hmm. like improve day by day. But the New Year's resolution spell just is so strong sometimes that it adds pressure and it makes you procrastinate. Like, mm-hmm. because it's the same thing of like, there's so much I want to do. I will do nothing. Yep. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was about to make a TikTok yesterday and I still might do it where I was just going to say, does anyone else feel like you have so much you could be doing? You have so many great ideas. So you do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because you're just crippled. That's how I yeah. feel so often. I'm just like, I have so many awesome things that I could be working on, but instead I'll just sit here on TikTok yeah. because there's, I, I, I'm too overwhelmed. Yeah. No, I, I said this in my YouTube video, actually, a couple weeks ago. I started recording it and I was like, I, as I was talking, I was like, I want to do more YouTube videos this year. And then I was like, but I've been 
or I was actually saying why I haven't been posting videos for the last like six months Mm -hmm. before. And I was genuinely about to say like, I've just been busy with like so much stuff. And I was like, that's literally not the reason. Like I've literally been procrastinating because I'm self-sabotaging because I genuinely love YouTube and I think it's fun to edit and stuff. But I'm like, sometimes you just do. Even when you want to do it, you just self-sabotage. You just procrastinate because you feel the pressure. Like Mm -hmm. literally the pressure of things cripples you. Yeah, it takes away all the magic as well. It just like ruins everything. Um, Do you feel, so you've had a few YouTube videos go up. Are you like, I'm excited to do more or are you already kind of like, okay, now I'm already burned out? Both. I feel excited to do more because I've realized how easy it can be. And I think sometimes I felt like it was something I put off because I was making it more of a big deal in my head of Mm -hmm. work I had to do. But I kind of realized it's not that big of a deal. I can just get it done. But I've had a lot of um, like collabs with YouTube coming up. And I think that takes away a little bit of the magic from it when you have to do like sponsorships, even though it's so simple and it's like, brands I love and I've worked with for forever and mm-hmm. I'm like obsessed with them. But at the same time, anytime things get turned into work, I'm like, eh. Yeah. Instead kind of just doing take a little bit of it away. I, I, I feel both. Okay. Because I get like that where I get really excited about something and then I just kind of, yep. like once I do a little bit of it, I'm like, I'm over, I'm over it. You know what I think that is? Because I do this as well. You know in the back of your mind that the next thing, you know, that if this happened, then I'll be happy. You know that that's not true, that you're going to be happy at the next one. But I think a little part of you still searches for that mm-hmm. in each new thing. And you start to, re- as soon as you realize that's not it, you kind of lose the magic of it. I can see that. that. Like you think, oh, this new thing we're doing for the podcast is going to be so awesome. And then you start doing it and you're like, this is not the answer. Moving on. That makes sense. Okay, this is the last one. You get hate for being a coach, quote unquote. And then it says, I don't know who this is, but Kate Kennedy's last podcast was hating on coaches. And I think they're referring to life coaches or health coach, and maybe they think of me business coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a thing. The reason I wanted to read this one is because this is actually a common thing that I'll sometimes hear about where people just, even my dad. So he's a life coach, obviously. He coaches Chelsea too. And he had told, or wait, maybe this was a story. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. This was not him, but it was one of his life coach friends who was at a pharmacy and told the guy that he was a life coach. Like he asked him what he did and he said that. And he's like, oh, so you're a guy who like talks out of your butt and blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, okay. Like, <laughs> and, and I think he took it well, but the point is a lot of people make fun of people for being coaches because they're like, oh, you're a self-proclaimed just coach. You're yeah. a life coach. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, but I think we need to, and even health coach, it's like, you're not telling them anything that they yeah. don't know, whatever. But I think we need to end that stigma. Like, stigma and mindset because these people really help a yes. lot of people. Like I was going to say, people may think that and that's 100% fine. There are things that I think that about where I'm like, eh. Yeah. And that's totally fine. Whatever works for you. Personally, having a life coach has completely changed my entire life and like my entire perspective. And I actually, I had a session with him this morning. I was telling him this because he was saying he just hired a a golf, golf, a Mm -hmm. golf coach. Mm -hmm. And he's been playing golf for whatever, how many years? Like 20 plus years. And then he finally hired a coach and to help him be there and like whatever. And he was saying, that three months I've been working with a coach, I've gotten tremendously better than I have in the 20 plus years that I've been playing and like researching and reading books. And I was saying, you know what? I feel the exact same way. Like I felt 
for five plus years, I read self-help books. I felt like I was on this self-improvement journey. I was going to therapy. I was doing all these amazing things, listening to self-help podcasts, you know, taking these little, you know, yeah, just whatever. But it was never personal. I started to understand things about other people. Like I could start to see in other people like, oh, this, even when I went to IAN, it was like, I could start to see how to help others. Mm -hmm. But until I got a coach and I started working and I could pick up things about my personal life that I was doing that I had no, like even awareness before, it changed the game for me. And I Mm -hmm. felt like it was good that I had had those years of preparation of reading self-help books and feeling like, okay, I've read this. I've taken this personality quiz. I've taken this. I'm trying so hard to work on myself, but it wasn't until I had somebody there working with me personally, one-on-one that I could really, really start to dive in and work on myself. Mm -hmm. And I feel that with my clients. And yes, I actually don't tell my clients anything they don't already know besides little fun facts, basically, especially about themselves. I do not tell anything to my clients that they don't already know about themselves. They might not know that they know it yet, or they maybe might you're need, reminding them of yeah, something. Yeah, and, and they might not understand that yet, but they deep down have all of the answers. Mm-hmm. All of us do. But to have that one-on-one is so valuable. And I have, <laughs> I can attest to that because it's just been so nice. Even that's how therapy is. I felt mm-hmm. that with therapy as well. As soon as I had somebody who could be like, hey, this is what you're doing. I'm noticing this in the way that you talk. I'm noticing this in the way that you're saying. I notice it's hard for you to talk about your feelings. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even have somebody to point that out to right. me, you know? Yeah. I, I just a big think difference. even with our Balanced Boss course, I've thought like, oh, this could be cringy to people who are older where, you know, we're 25 yeah. and we're making this course and it's just like about business and health. And there are people out there who quote unquote know more than us. But all that matters to me is that people message us and say like, you changed my life in yeah. this way. And I'm like, that to me is so fulfilling and means everything. I don't know why people need to hate on someone's like career choice or something that they're so passionate about when they genuinely are helping others. And maybe not everyone is helping. Maybe you feel that other people are doing more harm than good, but it's like just to, to say this girl's podcast was just hating on it. I'm like, I feel bad for you. Yeah. That you're wasting your energy hating on things when you could be lifting other people up. Exactly. If you don't feel like it's necessary, you don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to even put energy into it. Mm -hmm. Stop putting energy into things that that have nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you and that don't matter. Yeah. Please. Like, and I I need to hear that as well for myself. It's like, seriously, just stop putting energy into these pointless things. Start putting energy into your own personal life and your personal growth. And you will be blown away yeah. at, at what happens for you. And even this girl had recently messaged me. She always makes fake accounts to uh, message me. I've talked about, I think I talked about it once before, but she sends me these just like meanest messages all the time. And I finally replied to one after months of this. I replied to her and I just was like, I promise you, you will find so much more happiness when you stop wasting all of this energy to message me and you start working towards the life that you truly want to live. She replied, I was shocked at her reply. I thought she was just gonna be like, F you. <laughs> yeah. She replied and she was like, you're, she, you know what? You're so right. She's like, I like have just been feeling this way and blah, blah, blah. And this will not happen again. And that really shocked me, but yeah. it's really true. It's like when you just stop putting negative energy out there and 
look at how I flipped a 180 from the beginning of this episode because I was saying I was in a negative headspace. But when you stop focusing on all the bad things, you start focusing on the good things and you start focusing on your own progress, your own life, you will be way happier. Yeah. Way happier. It's true. And I think going back to the coach thing a little bit, whenever you experience growth and you, I can see, okay, a couple years ago in my life, I was this way and this is how I would handle situations. And I would you know, be miserable 98% of the time. I would let my thoughts get to me. I would self-sabotage. I would binge. I would do all these things to like basically harm myself. And then I see where I am now. And it's like, I feel like I wake up every day excited to live my life and excited to, you know, eat and feel in control of of my health and and in control of my emotions Mm -hmm. more so and feel like my mindset is just elevated. Why wouldn't I want to help other people get to that point as well? Because I can see these, these girls who come to me and they're like, I just feel so down in the dumps. I feel like I'm stuck in this cycle and I can relate so much to where they are. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, I can help you. I know I'm a testament to the fact that you can get better and the fact that you can feel better moment to moment. Right. So let me help you. And I feel like that's what a saying um, that they said at IIN was, you're a guide on the side, not a a sage on the stage. Mm. It's not like you're trying to be like this I'm telling you all the answers. You're just literally guiding them along with their issues, their problems, and basically their answers. Because again, they know what they want. Being a sounding board as well. Yeah. And most people know what they need to do to fix different aspects of their life. It's in their head. They just have to get it out. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Love that mic drop. Mic drop. Going to be the end of our episode, you guys. Hope you enjoyed last episode in this house. I know it doesn't matter to you guys because you're just going to hear the same podcast, but it is sad. It's like, it's the end of a chapter and the Mm -hmm. beginning of a new one, but I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for this new chapter, even though it's a little stressful, but it'll be fun. So stay tuned. Um, Hope you guys have an amazing week. We love you guys. And that's That's what what we we said. said. Bye.